Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go. Hey! You know what I like? Hey! Well, I'm going to blow their eardrums I'm out. I'm not blowing anybody's eardrums. That sounded like you were angry. I wasn't. I was trying to get your attention. You got it. All right, good. Go. All right. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs, a podcast about board games and other ramblings that we have. My name is Jerry. My co-host is... Gabby. Hey, oh, what's okay. up? Yes, hey, everybody. Gabby. It's uh, Gabby. What's and up? And today is our extended... Extended? Extended? Banter section. Extended banter. Yes, because we're going to talk about things. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to banter. some things to discuss, and we're also going to cuss and discuss an old game. <laughs> cuss and discuss. Yokohama, and then we're going to talk about a newer game, uh, Chronicles of Crime. Chronicles what? Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia business. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. We're already on a roll. We're not even two minutes in. I'm on a biscuit. Stop. I like that one. You've fallen off. It's stupid. You've fallen off quickly. I like it. I want to talk about, I live in southeastern Oklahoma. <laughs> the internet and infrastructure are things that we lack. <laughs> I recently, That's why me and Jerry literally have to be together to podcast, because he has no internet at his home. Yes. There's no Skyping in. Impossible. But. But I like to see you in person. Things have changed. A recent internet Whoa. service provider, or an ISP, as they're called over Whoa, here, look at you, has come to our town. LOL. I now have a what? OMG. In, I now have internet. LOL. IBD. Yes. I'll be darned. SMH. So the internet is now in my home, which has prompted me to take part in activities that I don't generally do. <laughs> That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. Uh, Please explain the activities you don't normally do. Let me explain. Years ago, before I found board games, I used to enjoy video gaming. Okay. And so now that I have the internet, I thought, what better way to interact with people than to play some video games online? I proceeded to get on and download. Words with friends. Yes. Just random people. I have discovered that things have changed over the past decade. Uh, the Internet, and some of you may not be aware of this, but it is a harsh place. Uh, so, just look at Reddit. Yeah, I downloaded some stuff, got on, messed around. Long story short, yeah, people tend to talk a lot of trash on the internet. They tend to. I'm pretty sure I have been cussed out by a 12 year old. Oh, good lord. Have you played Call of Duty? No. Then it is. I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm not okay, there. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's yeah. like synonymous with uh, being cursed out by children. I don't know how I could be cursed out by. And your mother will be cursed out by children as well. well let me tell you. And this. any of your related family. Well, let me say this. I don't know how I can take that seriously. First off, you're 12 years old. Third, I even missed the second point. The second point would be I have a 401k, I have a job. Your mom bought you this game. Why are you cussing me out? I mean, you don't know me. You don't know me? You don't know me. You can't even see me. I'm John Cena. John Cena, baby. Bad da, baby. Da, da, da. What about Bad Baby? She has her own Snapchat TV series. I don't know who Bad Baby is. Enlighten me. I just Catch me that. outside? Oh, no. Her. Her? She has become famous. And, okay, so this is the thing. If you're a terrible, terrible person that says terrible, terrible things about your family and other people, apparently you can become famous. So prepare for me to start treating you terribly. I need to become famous. You can't treat She's me. like a millionaire. I'm not joking. She's a millionaire now. Maybe she has one million, but that's more than I got. Well. Jerry, cash me outside. But, but she, <laughs> you ain't the boss of me. Let me tell you something. Don't you tell me nothing. I will tell you something. I don't think so. She may have a million dollars. But she doesn't have a lot of things that you don't have, such as my what? friendship, oh. your integrity, oh. and uh, di- face. diabetes. <laughs> no, you don't have diabetes. No, just a bad liver, too much whiskey. No, your, your liver's just all right. Kidding. Your I'm all right. All right. I'll right. make it. You're I'll survive. Uh, how's the diet going? You need going? some milk thistle. How's the diet going? My diet is going good. I've actually lost upwards of 18 pounds. Upwards. So that's pretty good. 
So how still what, working on it? What is your goal? I feel uh, like we need a hundred pounds. I, okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm a large man. <laughs> I just it just dawned on me that you're you're literally two and a half times the man that I am. <laughs> just I'm just running the numbers about how much do you weigh? Uh, I weigh. I'm actually the fattest I've ever been right now. I am 186 pounds. Oh my god. Uh, Fortunately, I'm slightly below two times your size. I did get up to 360. Okay. I'm down to 343. Nice. This needs to be a part of the podcast. At every banter sanction. Guess Gobby's weight. But no, I'm trying keto. That's all the range these days. It is but the it range. Works really good. Have you but tried also quinoa? Intermittent <laughs> keto with quinoa. The quinoa. I know quinoa. Gina made it. Here's the thing. I embarrassed myself because somebody told me it was pronounced quinoa, and I've been pronouncing it quinoa for like months until finally it's somebody I looked straightened up, you out. I looked up how to make quinoa muffins, and you can't because <laughs> they're called quinoa. Uh, and then they make like little cauliflower that's like rice. Mm. It's a rice substitute. Mashed potato cauliflowers. It's cauliflower instead of mashed potatoes. It's not that bad. It's not. Gina made something the other day. Uh, rice. It was supposed to have rice. She made the cauliflower substitute. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was good. Caul- put in, you put enough gravy on it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our that's our new catchphrase. You put enough gravy on it, no it's gravy. good. The good only thing go. that cauliflower is bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. But uh, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I, I need you to work on it because I can't have you die. Because I literally I've taken account of my life. You have one friend. It's me. You pretty much. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> Everybody else does not seem to enjoy what I enjoy, such as. <laughs> Nope. Enrique does. No, well, Enrique. But he's more like your son. Yeah, Enrique's like Enrique's like. Yeah, he's, he's my protege. He's your protege. He's my protege. I love that kid. The only thing I'm is, I'm your peer that doesn't mind saying, "Hey, Jerry, I need some resistance. Quit being that way." Yes, I cannot. I can't find anybody who's as interested in the things that I am and will take the abuse that I dish out. <laughs> this toxic relationship sure. must. <laughs> Maintain itself for at least the next three three decades, and so that's what we're looking at here. Sounds uh, good. One of the things I wanted to banter about about getting back to electronic gaming. Oh, is that what we were talking about? Yeah, I I just I don't like the toxicity that has been on. Well, as regards to what? I mean, everything on the internet, but in specific, which point it, are you referring here, to? Here's, here's what I'm saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. I will. I, I recently have gamed with people that I don't know, which is something that is out of the box for me. I went okay. to a board game shop. People were playing a game. I showed up and I played it with them. What? I know. You I, have not told me this. I have not told you this because I was saving it for the podcast. Surprise! Wow. So it's like I had to teach a game. And first off, you know how I am about being taught a game. Right. I teach games. I'm not well taught. No, you're I, a jerk. I get, yes. I, that is one of my few faults that I have. You're very low patient. I'm very low patient, and I tend to get very irritated when people ramble and don't explain a game very well. So, right. like I do. I played the game with some people that I didn't know had a fine time. Devastated them, by the way. Had a fine time. What game? Uh, the one that you have not played, Martin Wallace's Onward to Venus. Oh, uh, Okay. So, played it, liked it, loved it, fun. But Martin Wallace, of course. They were they were nice people. Like nobody at any time disparaged my mother. <laughs> nobody <laughs> said anything vituperative. Nobody did anything that was out, out of sorts. Huh. But you were definitely not on the internet then. Why is that that when you play a board game with somebody? It tends to attract the style of people who just generally... Is it because you're one-on-one a with them? classy style of people. Is it because you're one-on-one, or is it because the internet offers a bit of anonymity? Anonymity, and they can say what they want. I talk like about anonymity. your mom. Um, I have played some games online, and like I play a lot of Madden, and like people will text me and say, Hey, good game. That's nice. That is nice. But in general, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible place. I want I want to point something out though. When we go to BGG, 
and we play with random people we don't know. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember Sean. I don't know his last game. It was when Terraforming Mars just came out. We played with Sean. He destroyed us. Sean was awesome. I wish I I knew where Sean was at so I could tell him just how awesome he played that game. Maybe we go to the next BGG. He'll be there. I also like the guy with the leather hat. What was his name? I don't remember that one. That guy. He played played, uh, the game I didn't like, uh, Defenders of the Last Realm. Ron. Defenders of the Last Realm. I don't remember that at all. Yes. You sure? I, maybe I was gone then. No, it was you and me and Ron that played it. Defenders of the Realm. Oh, oh, yes! yes. <laughs> Defenders of the Last Stand. Of the Last Stand, I'm sorry. Defenders of the yes. Last Stand. We're on the elevator. We're going up to set yes. this up. And there's this guy with He this, was into it. He Awesome leather hat. I think his name is Ron. And he said, hey. Indiana Ron. Do you want to play? And I said, hey, do you want to play this? And he says, yeah. BGG. Love I love that place. Love that. Guy. I love BGG because you got people that are there to play games, and they're there to. The, the, you just you literally the the whole scene is you go into this big hall, and if it's a game you want to learn, you put up a sign that says, "Hey, need help? Somebody t- help us learn this game." Instructor needed. Or if it's a game you just need somebody with, say, "Hey." Somebody else join us. They'll sit down. You have a great time. I have never been in an area. And that's what, what fascinates me. Two things. One, I have never, I do not think, this is what, this is, this is what kind of captivates me. On the internet, people talk trash. They say hateful things. The game is over. And they're like, okay, good game. And they leave. How many times have we played board games? Like, Years now. Have I ever told you you've done a good job when you've won? You? Yeah. To me? Yeah. No. No. You're terrible. Have you ever said it to me? I say good game, Jerry. That's good game. A, no, what, you know, well, what, well played, sir. Well played, well, sir. That's pretty much what we say. Is this, but there's a cordialness when you're playing live with somebody that I think for some reason is lost when We're you're playing t- it live. Playing it live. So Terraforming Mars is now... Digital. Scythe is now digital. Uh, on iOS? Yes. La Havre is digital. Um, La Havre's been on a digital. Agricola, Eclipse, you name it. But but yes. Terraform Mars, I believe, has recently become uh, oh, digital. Let me look, because I have been looking for that this whole time. Well, it just came out. I believe it is... Um, Terraform Mars, still not on iOS play, the store. Uh, hold on. Hold I on. keep looking for it and I don't see it. Terraforming Mars. I'm not sure if it came out. I think it's on Steam. Okay. Well, it's not on iOS. Yes, it's yet. on Steam. It's on computer, so it's okay. not on iOS. So they Steam, have a play mat. Steam but, um, is one of the the platforms that a lot of people use in PC. You games. use Steam a lot I more. I like than I Steam do. because I like playing the old. Uh, You're a computer guy, PC gamer. I used to be back in the day. I'm a Xbox gamer. I've 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 been a PC gamer back in the '90s, back when PCs were coming. Politically out. correct. Politically correct gamer. That's me. I doubt that. No, uh, but why is it that I don't want to sound like I'm Uh-oh. hating on people? But why is it that video Since games when? video games send, tend to attract a certain type of people who will, as opposed to board gamers, throw hate? I have never been in a board gaming convention or place where i've had someone curse me and mind you i agree i'm probably somebody that could be easily cursed easily 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 you're you're yeah yeah i love you but at i times, can deal with you you could see but how, i still curse you yes <laughs> i have cursed you extremely I, I, yes you made me very angry and i will curse you <laughs> occasionally i tend to be provocative the word i like is <laughs> provocative provocative I do inside. I like AKA stir. a jerk. Every once in a while. I just find it fascinating that that's board gaming tends to attract people who tend to treat hmm. people slightly better. A little, a little better. Why is that? I think we're better. I'm sure there are we're just a better uh, class of people. sites on that. We're just a better class of people. We're just better. So just know that if so you... So you're saying, why do they treat us... Why... <laughs> so you're, you're elevating yourself above a class of people. Yes, yes. While asking, why are they not as good as we are? Because they suck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're not as good as us. I'm just letting all of our listeners know that if you play board games more than you do video games, you are inherently better than the rest of the, <laughs> rest of the world. You heard it here first. And thus, 
<laughs> the problems in the whole world are not yours. People, are not your fault. No, so a group of people thinking they are better than another group of people has never that is literally that, is, that has never caused problems in history. Why? That, that has, has never why? been a problem historically speaking. We're okay, friends. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> you are welcome here if you are of a better class of people. That's why. In but a, if you play Call of Duty, Call or of if Duty. you are. So the guy that bests you and talks trash to you. If you are no low 164, and I'm just going to say right now, the things that you said <laughs> about my mother, that's rude. Rude. As uh, you are blocked as, forever. As the little girl from Full House would say, how rude. I played Fortnite. Even Jar Jar Binks. I played Fortnite. Forkknife? Forkknife. What'd you do? Because it's the most popular game right now. All the kids are playing it. I downloaded it. And you're like, where's the forks? Where's the knives? There were no cutlery. <laughs> no cutlery to be seen anywhere. You, they drop you onto this thing, and there's it's, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> and I am scarred. My psychiatrist tell me, don't ever do that again. I have deleted it. I'm done. One mm. round. Yeah. Not, not for a place me. for you. Not for me. Whereas when you come play with me, I'm like, hey, Jerry, welcome. Welcome, you make my me friend. a cup of tea. Welcome, my friend. Have a cup of coffee. Let us sit down and enjoy mm. uh, Yokohama. Community together. coffee is my favorite coffee. If you're from the we Bat- all drink out of the same cup. Yeah. Bat- if you're from the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area. You take a sip, then I take a sip, then Enrique takes a sip. That's what boot bolsters coffee. our immunity. Because <laughs> you got all kinds of stuff. I Clam- do. Clam diddly. <laughs> Why did you keep. Look. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, hey, we're a, a good deal in. On, I wait, and I haven't even got to the banter I want to get to. Banter a little bit, and then we'll move on. Did got, you know? Go ahead. Most people do in the nerd community, as I am. Nerd. Will Smith turned down the part of Neo. Yeah, I knew that. Did you know what he took instead? Uh, <laughs> give me a second. Give me a second. Was it Wild Wild West? Yes. Yeah, one of the worst... One yes. of the worst movies with one of the best actors. I love Kevin Klein. The two Klein. best actors. Love Kevin Klein. Will Smith, lots of charisma. Kevin Klein, just a solid, love Kevin good Klein. actor. Uh, he did he did Hamlet back in the day. Just What's your one. favorite Kevin Klein movie? Go. Uh, a Fish Called Wanda was pretty good back in the day because it had John Cleese and um, the guy. Well, the guys basically from Monty Python and uh, Kevin Klein. I've never seen that movie. I think I've seen parts of it, but you gave me the wrong answer. I'm looking for one specifically. You're looking for one Kevin Klein show? One Kevin Klein movie. Specifically? And it's old school. It's super old school? Old school, yes. Uh, What would you like? According to me, old school. 80s old school. Oh, 80s old school. 80s old school. Well, man. 80s old school Kevin Klein. Man, I'm blanking. Are you sure it's 80s? If it's not 80s, it's... Hold on. Well, yes. Okay, I don't know it. I don't know it. Silverado, you yes, with a young what's my man again? Kevin Costner. What are you talking about? How did you forget that? I forgot he was in it. I haven't watched Silverado in a long time because that's that's not that's not a Kevin Costner movie. That is a Kevin Klein movie movie. and a Danny Glover. Is Danny Glover the music? Danny Glover. Wait, wait, wait! I've got uh, you. You may not approve of this, but I'm going to put it. On my phone. You can't be putting, you can't be playing music. You can't do, you, no. Okay, fine. You, know how many you co- ruin everything. I do ruin everything. This, okay, well, then on your own, look up the Silverado theme. Favorite Western, go. My personal, and this may be sentimentality. Are you looking for Back to the Future Part 3? Yes. <laughs> I swore you had a poster of a Western in here. Maybe I just imagined yeah, Back it. Back to the Future is all I no, got. No, there was another post. Oh, uh, never mind. What's your favorite Western? I'm thinking somebody else. Okay, I'm going with Sentimentality. Go. But I just mentioned one, Silverado. Yeah? That's right there. My second favorite is Magnificent Seven. <sighs> Yul Brennan. Yul Brenner, oh, Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, all the good ones, James John Coburn, James Coburn, Eli, are you kidding me? Eli, uh, Eli Wallach, Eli Wallach, My, yes, he I was the bad guy. Eli Wallach, you ready for this? You missed good, it. Bad and the Ugly. No, I love Good and Bad and the Ugly. I've watched that like a hundred times, but the one that I've watched a hundred and one times is Tombstone. Tombstone. My. I acknowledge that movie. 
that came out in the 90s when I was in high school. That was a lot my of best the friends, last great westerns. My best friends went to go watch it like, oh, Tombstone, I'll be a Huckleberry. I don't understand that phrase. It's because you're... I, okay, hold on. I ahead. think we have discussed this phrase already on this Huck- podcast. Hucklebearer. Hucklebearer. He says Hucklebearer? Yeah, and the Huckle it's, is the bearer of the tombs of the, of okay. the, of the casket. But, but it, it says, says Huckleberry, Huckleberry, but it doesn't matter. It's just nomenclature now. Tombstone. I've seen it. I like it. It's good. But for me, it's still Magnificent Seven Silverado. But what are we talking about today? Uh, I wanted to take a time to talk about a game. Usually you're the one to cut to the chase. I'm cutting to the chase. What are we here to talk about? I love talking about movies. But people would like you say, well, you know what? If they are listening to the board game snobs, they become accustomed to what we do. We can talk about movies. We can talk about whatever. With maybe a splash of board gaming in between. Well, what I like to think of as is our banter is the salad bar. We just now need to move on to the main course. Who doesn't love those stacks of ham cubes? The cheese, the eggs. Ham doesn't come in cubes, though. But they cube it. How? how? They cube it. How do they cube that? Do they do that in Europe? Thick pieces. All of our European friends. And then douse it heavily in ranch. All of our Europeans. All of our European friends and Zealanders. And then you're like, yeah, I eat salad. (laughs) New Zealanders. You let us know. Do they cube y'all's pork? mostly ham, egg, cheese, and ranch dressing. (laughs) America. That's what I'm talking about. So, moving on. Uh... We were going to talk about Chronicles of Crime. Chronicles of Crime, which is where we're going to hard merge into this, is played on... It's a board game that has a tablet feature. Very interestingly, you use a quick response code to scan the cards and whatnot. And is that QR? <laughs> yes, it's a quick response code. That's what it means, QR. Wow. wow. I did not know that. Man, I'm dropping all sorts of knowledge. Look, appreciate that. Just follow me around. Um, and you're able- Call you a Moncala. A Moncala of knowledge. Just dropping I'm it. dropping it. <laughs> but you, you got to pick it up. Oh. The uh, the tablet is interesting because you scan. It's it's a crime game. It's basically like kind of like- The you're crying a, game? It's a crime. Oh. But you do cry if you get it wrong. Well, that's true. Um, you use your tablet and look around at crime scene, and you notice things, and you're saying what you see, and so forth. And then you you pull sandwich up, you see you sandwich what you see, and <laughs> you take from like these sandwiches, you take these cards out, sourdough, and you look at sourdough's best bread. You you lay out the cards, and you can tell who your suspects are and what items you found at the scene. I played it with you, as I do most of the things, yes. and of course that led to some frustration because <laughs> one. I chose poorly. Yes, chose poorly. I think this game is. I like to accuse quickly. Yes, yes. (laughs) Gabby basically found. I see a sock, and I think that sock belongs to this guy, and he's the guy. You there with one sock? You there? Uh, There is a um, an element in this game that I don't like. I don't like the fiddling through the cards and finding items and finding these particular number cards. I do like that. It's almost like I don't want this game to be a board game. It's like I would be better if it was just played on the tablet. Just a card game. Just a I tablet. Mean, no, 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 no. Just a, yeah, computer game. Just a, just a computer game. Yeah. It's like they- I kind of agree with what they you tried just to said. Tra- and I, I, I like literally it. never thought about that until you just said it. I agree. I'll, uh, well, see, I like it better solo, too. Like, it frustrated me because one person is supposed to use the tablet and look at things and then the other, and saying what they see to the other player while the other player is, is looking at the cards and kind of segregating out, okay- I see a bloody glove. I see this, and, and you're, you're you're sitting aside cars that can later be scanned, and you you go here and you scan but this area. But if it does not fit, you must quit. Correct. But it's just one of those things that I I it was would have been a better iOS implementation of a board game than it is an actual board game. I halfway like it though. Me and Jerry played it together. We didn't like it. And we have a hard time because one person controls the apparatus, a.k.a. the iPad, iPhone, whatever you play it on. And it's difficult because, well, they're looking, and the only time that it might come in handy is when you're looking at the crime scene and you're calling out what you see. 
You might see uh, whatever, a glove, a doll, a newspaper, a book, a book bag, whatever. And then the other person that's not looking through the device is picking up these cards that match that. Those might be clues. That is literally the only time a second player comes in handy because you disagree with me on the path we should take oftentimes. 90% other than that, it's it's a solo game. It's right. a solo game. It's like playing Sherlock or any of those. I mean, one to two people can play this game. It's not worth it having more than that. And I don't... So let's just give a comparison here. If you are the type that you and yours have played through Sherlock Holmes, the consulting detective, if you f- then by all means, this is just Sherlock Holmes... Without, easy, yeah, it, easy mode. They, they implemented it. You might not like the tablet, but if you are the detective type, consulting detective is up your alley. You've already bought it. You've probably bought Detective by Ignacy Chapacheck and Portal Games, which I've not played, but I'm wanting to at BGG. Uh, it, it's it's something you're going to insta buy anyways. For the rest of the world, I've heard nothing but great things saying that they just love Chronicles of Crime, Chronicles of Crime, Chronicles of Crime. It's good. It's a solid, solid game. Go ahead. We played two cases of it, and we were like, uh, I think we'll play it solo. Yeah. and we, it was, we did enjoy it together. So that's the thing. And actually, me and Jerry fought. We were like, it was kind of like... You disagreed with me, and I disagreed with you. I was Crockett, and you were Tub. What's, what's Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon is uh, Riggs and Murtaugh. I'm obviously Riggs. I'm Murtaugh. And you're Murtaugh. I'm too old for this. You're too old for this. And I'm kind of crazy guy. <laughs> kind of drugged out. And, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so, but, but he's been replaced. No. Okay. This is something I wanted to discuss. No, I don't no. care about Lethal Hard Weapon. Merge. No. no Lethal Weapon, the TV show. Terrible show. Riggs and Murtaugh are Lethal Weapon, right? right? Riggs is the Lethal Weapon because he's like the special forces guy, da, 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 Mel Gibson in the movies. In the new show, it was this guy, Clayne Crawford. Then they have Damon Wayans. He's Murtaugh. They have a TV show, Lethal Weapon, Riggs and Murtaugh. That's that's Lethal Weapon. They fire Riggs. They fire the Lethal Weapon. Bring in Sean William Scott. I like him. He's okay. Stifler from American Pie. And we talked about our last podcast. You know we really like pies. 3.14. Especially German. Yes. Go ahead. Actually, I don't like coconut at all in anything. I love coconut. Leave out coconut. It's Almond, na- joy, pass. Mounds? Pass. Mounds has no nuts. I don't care. I don't like the coconut. You don't like the coconut? I don't like the coconut. Coconut's an actual laxative. I don't need that. That's something that Gilligan <laughs> never told you. I don't need that. He would so have died now, of dysentery on you've that You've gotten island. rid of Riggs. Damon Wayans is talking about quitting. They actually might bring him back for fourth season. How do you have Lethal Weapon without Riggs or Murtaugh? Without the Lethal nor the Weapon. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't it be like a blunt object? They brought in Stifler. Is that to rename the show? Lethal Weapon. Let's call it uh, instead uh, Slightly Dangerous slightly Object. Dangerous object. <laughs> I mean, I see your point. It's not the the show doesn't have a point anymore. It's not the same. Much like this podcast. Much like what are we talking about? I like Damon Williams. He's my favorite. Chronicles of of Crime. He's the my favorite of the Wayans brothers. Damon, let me think. I have to I have to check you on that and go one younger. Say Damon Wayans Jr. What was he in? Probably nothing you've seen because you don't watch TV. I don't. He's in the New Girl. He is now in a show called. Don't know it. Happy Together. Don't know it. He's made a couple movies. Literally. Don't know it. Don't he's know Damon it. Wayans Jr. Damon Wayans. Was <laughs> he a- is the younger version of his daddy. All right. Let me just. I love Damon Wayans back in the day, but his son is hilarious. What was the Damon Wayans show where he was a drill sergeant? Major Pain. Major Pain. My father was a drill sergeant in the Army. <laughs> Major Pain was basically. Rang home true to you? A comical version. <laughs> I-, I cannot tell you of watching that show and watching Damon Wayans talk to a man who'd been shot and lean down and say, break his fingers. So they'll take your, they'll take the pain away. But, but in, but in 
instead of him telling that story about Vietnam, that was exactly my dad. <laughs> that was my dad. And so it's like, I watched that show and just laughed. It was a Damon Wayans is, uh, he's the more successful, I would say. Yeah, he's the more successful Wayans. Uh, also, one of my favorites, Last Boy Scout, an old Bruce Willis. Damon oh. Wayans movie. Do you Bruce remember that? Willis. Yeah, that was the uh, was in the the peak of the nineties action. I wish Bruce Willis post Die Hard. He really hasn't done anything post Die Hard. Are you nothing kidding good. me? He, he hit some Unbreakable. That was your the, favorite. That was movie? the last one. He should have stopped. Why are we talking about this? Because you know what's breakable? My attention span. I cannot stand. That was a straight stand. When a game breaks my attention, and that's what Chronicles of Crime does, you end up just spending most of your time passing around a tablet, scanning QR codes, going back and forth. It does. It lasts. You got tired. I got tired of it. I was kind of into it. I was like, okay, scan. Okay, what's next? Keep scanning. Okay, what's next? New suspect. New suspect. New suspect. Keep going. Story keeps advancing. You were kind of done. Perhaps we're old. Perhaps if you like Sherlock Consulting Detective, you know Chronicles of Crime will probably be slightly up your alley. I, I liked Sherlock better. Okay. So me and you differ on this. I prefer Chronicles of Crime. It's much more streamlined and keeps me from flipping back and forth through a book of pages. But here's some people like pages, and here's what I mean. I Sherlock Consulting con- more Detective. Analog. Sherlock provided me one of the better board gaming experiences because here's why more story driven it was more story driven i brought it out and played it with my wife my wife doesn't play board games i said basically this is a detective story here's a map here's some information you pick a location i don't like the newspapers they drive me crazy newspapers they drive me crazy the newspapers i don't know what to look for that's exactly you don't know what to look for that is why it's called a detective you do do things streamlined you basically linear story you would be the worst detective take me by the hand and lead me down the path (laughs) i need to go go down (laughs) who killed this person (laughs) and and sherlock consulting detective I just I showed it to my wife. My wife's not a board gamer. She sat down. She got a notebook. She got a pen. Sixteen different pages of notes. My wife took on the first case alone. That's too much. We That's perfected. We solved the case. Did y'all beat it? Yes, and we're, you beat Sherlock. Yes, in the first case. Yes, nailed. Well, aren't you it. a you know couple why? of geniuses? Because we just sat around and it was it was a great experience. If you love That's Sherlock, good. That's what it's for. If you love Sherlock consulting a detective, you might give consulting, uh, you might give a uh, Chronicles Chrono. of Crime what? a look. It's, it's fine. I enjoyed it. It's better solo. I enjoyed it. It is a good solo game, but it's not the, it didn't blow me away as it purportedly was supposed to. There is a lot of, I'm going to take that. It's, it's, it's a balance because Sherlock Holmes, there is a lot of flipping of pages, but I feel like there is a lot more consulting each other if you do play it in a two-player game. Right. This game is, Chronicles of Crime is simply scanning QR codes. And me yelling at you to give me the tablet. That's yes. basically what I said half the time was, give me the tablet, and go like, here, go here. But it is frustrating because I can, scan around. A, I can scan a QR code of a dude I want to talk to, and you don't know, is he done talking? Well, if you scan him again, it adds time on to you, but maybe he's going to say the same thing. But other times you scan him again, he says something different. That was a little frustrating. I don't know how many times I'm supposed to scan this guy. Mm. And that adds on to your score. Uh-huh. So if you're in it for the score, Chronicles of Crime is it's a little iffy. If you're just in it for the story, you're going to enjoy both games. It just, I don't know. But Consulting yeah. Detective, to me... I agree. Chronicles of Crime is e- it's like the easy version of Sherlock Holmes. Not the dumbed-down version? Is that what you're trying to say? The dumb version? It's the easy version. So if you like Call of Duty, what's the other one? The the uh, no, fork Call- knife? No. And Overwatch? No, and no, stop. Stop. Minor You don't know what you're talking about. Didn't you just get on stop. that. I'm don't, calling I'm you out. This kid, these 12 it's years like old. Fortnite versus PUBG. Fortnite is the kid's version. PUBG is the realistic version. PUBG? See, you don't even know. I'm, on, I'm writing this down. I'm about to be on there. All you PUBG players, you best watch it. I'm about to bring the pain. Sorry, I'm bringing it. I'm, Fortnite, that's for the kids. I'm FR. You want to get real? PUBG. Chronicles of Crime, for the kids. You want to get real? Sherlock, consulting detective. Boom. 
moving on. I want to talk about, do a flashback and talk about a game that we have a not. A flashback? Yeah. Kind of like okay. it. All right. Flashback to an ancient time of Japanese commerce in Yokohama. We've mm. mentioned Yokohama in the past. We recently played Yokohama again. It and was uh, about September, I think. Here's a problem, people. This is the problem that we have sometimes. We play a lot of games. We play a lot of new games. At times, you play a game, you love it, you put it on the shelf, and then and then if you're like us, you don't want to take it back out and try to learn it again. You're hesitant. Well, today we decided we were going to play Yokohama. Yokohama is by TMG Games. Mind you, I think they just completed a Kickstarter for Yokohama mm. Duel or something of that nature. Yeah. Okay. And you can go back and get the deluxified version. You of can Yokohama. spend forty bucks and get some metal coins and some stuff that you some don't wooden need. pieces. So everybody, just calm down. If you missed a Kickstarter, what I would say I is, I do like metal coins. Watch out! They're called pennies. Watch out for Yokohama because it'll be now more readily available. Yokohama is the adult version, the discerning man's version of <laughs> the snobby it's, version, Istanbul. Oh, fight me I see on what this. you're saying. Fight me on this. I can't. Istanbul is a fine game. It won the Kenner Spiel and all that stuff back in the day, but it does not have the nuance or, or the depth of Yokohama. Yokohama is a game hmm. that has a lot of things that are very fiddly. There's a lot of little pieces I don't like. It has a similar uh, board. It doesn't. Ha- By when I say a similar board, what I mean is it doesn't board to Istanbul have a board. It doesn't have a board. No, this is okay. This is one thing. I wish Istanbul had a board that the- you just fold out. That's for the two player. Okay. If you want it three or four, you add a piece onto the side. The way it, this is my this is one of my cons to the game. If you want to play Istanbul, uh, Yokohama. It's all in pieces. Every it board is, is different. You have to piece it together. Fiddly. Fiddly. I And I'll, I'll, I'll do some caveats, as they like to say, or preferences this with K-Vats. K-Vats? That's the easy way to say it. K-Vats. Here's a K-Vat. I like Yokohama with just two players. I don't think, and here's why. You piece the board together utilizing these little overgrown tarot card-sized tiles. Nice artwork, but not needed. And there's these... It's just, it's a space hog. It's a table hog. It gets out there. But on a four by six table of ultimate gaming, we played, oh, in, a, no. we played I, in a small corner. <laughs> I was eating dinner on one side. I had my laptop on the other and Yoko we almost feasted on three fourths of the other side of the I table. I took a nice nap on the other side. Yeah, I'm just saying it. But on a regular table, yes, it's a table hog. I don't like having to stand up to see something. I don't like something being too no. far away. I like yes. everything in the arm reach. It's fiddly that way. It's a fiddly setup. It's got a bunch of... This is what... We played it a couple times. Actually, we played it... When we first played it, we played it like three times in a row. Then we came back. It's been... That was September. This is October, November, December, January, February. March. We're hey. not in March yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I've traveled back. Maybe by the time this comes out, Who we'll knows? be in March. We're in the Five to six months later, we break it out again. We've kind of forgotten how it goes. We got the general idea in our heads. We watched Paul Grogan watch it. No, my bad. Not watch it played. Gaming Rules. Gaming Rules, the British guy. Explains it very well. We set it back up. We're good to go. And setting up, it is a pain. There's a bunch of tiles, a bunch of fiddly pieces. A major pain. Major pain. Damon Wayans. It's hard to set up. Anytime something that's irritating to us, it's a major pain. We're just going to say Damon Wayans from here on out. It's a Damon Wayans to set up. Okay. We set it all up, a.k.a. Jerry sets it all up because I was like, Jerry, I'm out on this game. You set it up. You remind me. I'll play it again. I remember liking it. We watched Gaming Rules. Is that his? Is it Gaming it's Rules? Gaming Rules. We watched it. Bam, Paul Grogan sets it straight. This is how you do it. This is how you set it up. These are the rules. I was like, oh, yeah. We dived right Cracked into it. Cracked a rule book one time. Right into it. That's it. And it's intimidating upon setup. Gameplay is so, so simple. simple. And it, it is, is so simple. So good. If you are a fan, I'll, I'll say this if you're a fan of Istanbul, if you know what Istanbul is, you've played it and you've liked it. This is a thing with Istanbul. Istanbul, way easier to way set up. Way easier to set up. 
Way simpler. It's way not that much simpler. It is. You go to a place. This is a thing. You could say uh, it's worker placement, but you could say it is a pick up and deliver. No, it's it, no. You go here. No, you pick no, up this. No. You go there. You pick up that. Then you have to fulfill an order. You have imagined that's the same thing in Istanbul. It's the same thing in Yokohama. Okay, I can halfway see that, but you've basically said two wrong things in one. What? Place. What did I say? It's not a pick up and deliver. It's resource it management. You're not. You're not delivering things. <sighs> You are. I'm, I'm. I'm nitpicking. Okay, I gotta pick up a fish, and I gotta go here pick up some silk, and then to fulfill the order, I've got to deliver that. Right? You don't deliver it. You just do it. I'm nitpicking you. Wonderful. I know That's I'm nitpicking. A nitpick. And as for being easier or what lighter, I'm gonna say this: Istanbul is much lighter and much more basic than Yokohama. It's baby. Is that because the setup is easier? No, it's just the gameplay. You're just going in Istanbul. You're just going around collecting spices, and it's just collecting spices and collecting things to sell for rubies. Whereas with with uh, Yokohama, you're bouncing around getting things, and there's other routes of victory. You're giving money to the church, and you're giving money to uh, you're giving. Custom resources. You're, you're, you're putting things through custom. There's there are some in-game work. scoring that is a little more involved. It's it's a bunch of variable Whereas ways. Whereas Istanbul is like, you collect the rubies first, you win. Yokohama, there's, okay. there's multiple paths to victory. Istanbul is all about the spices. If I, as I have thought about it, I agree. It's Istanbul Yokohama, is easier. There's a little more gamier than Istanbul. Istanbul is baby spice. Yokohama <laughs> is posh spice for all there of our girlfriends. In Yokohama, let me ex- describe the mechanism and why Yokohama is so good. You have these spots out there that you're going to that you collect these various resources. Nothing special. Nothing special about that. But during your turn, you have these little workers that you place out. And on your turn, you can place two workers in one spot or three scattered out amongst the board. And then you move your president, El Presidente, around the board. And wherever he lands, he has to follow wherever his workers are at in the, in the line. Wherever he lands, he activates that spot. And however many workers they are, that's how powerful the action is. So if you got five workers on the spot, you get the power of five, which is shown on the board of what that little spot is. So say you're on the fish board, you have five workers, five workers give you five fish. It's not hard. It doesn't take a mathematician to figure that out. So you basically bounce around the board getting resources, but how you utilize those resources is what makes the game. You have to think about, do I want to go to this spot and activate it and get more workers? Or do I go to this spot and get some money and use that money to buy trading houses and use trading houses to be placed on these other areas because now that it has a trading house, when other people go there, I get paid some money. Or do I utilize the other buildings, the other businesses, and activate them and place them on the board and get instant victory points? Or do I go here and fulfill orders by utilizing these resources that I have and get custom goods? And do I ship those custom goods for scads amounts of victory points or do I donate it to the church and get a lot of points from the church there is multiple paths to victory and it is balanced and yes it's a pain to set up and yes it takes a little bit to learn and yes it's not good I don't think it's great with more players I think it's really a two possibly three player game Yokohama is one of those games that the designer balanced it all out he thought of a he thought of a twist on a new mechanic on a, a twist on an old mechanic and balanced the game out in such a way with so sim- with such simplicit basic rules simplicit is that a word simplicit i'm complicit in saying simplicit at sometimes it's simplistic but yet it is a little bit fiddly when you begin to set the board up and kind of understand it but oh, afterwards good lord yes it's after it, it's wonderful. I'm going to say right now, Yokohama is definitely top uh, 20 for me. Uh-oh. Here we go. Speaking of which. <clears throat> definitely top 20 for me. It's, it's so simple, but yet it's so... It, just like everything else. It's, there's a, it's The strategy is there. You have to make some... Uh, what do they call that? Tactical moves. Like if you right. go to a spot that I need to go to, but they end up buying a car that allows me to go to where you're, what do they call that? President? 
Yeah, that's your president is your main guy. Yeah, the president. So you can make moves to uh, alleviate that, buy these cars to alleviate things. It is a highly strategical game. Right. And Jerry beat me. Soundly. Soundly. I started off well in the lead because I was going tactically. I went the short game. But and you went the long game. This is what I liked about it. This is this is another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Just to give you a reference, I lapped the board in, in terms of scoring on it, but it was and so did Gobby. But Gobby played short game and was well ahead of me until the last two last third of the game. Yeah. Where my long term planning started paying off. Yes. In the game you can collect orders. Kind of like another favorite game of ours, Viticulture, where you get orders and then you fill uh-huh. orders and you are selective about one thing I like about Yokohama that I don't like about Viticulture. Viticulture, random orders. Yokohama, you buy them from a board. I got to buy and select what orders I wanted to take. I could see what I needed I to fill them and I could see what I got when I fulfilled them. And so Gabi fulfilled what? Three orders? Where I yeah, fulfilled like like nine. Oh, good 10. Lord. Yeah. I was stacking them up. A load. Whereas Gobby was focusing on donating all of his resources to the church and to these other areas. And to the technology. And to, and into it. I won church and technology. You're right. Whereas I ignored that, went full commerce, except at the very last, swept in and donated some here and there just to get right. some points up. We were still close. You ignored complete sections of the game. Yeah. As did I. And our scoring, every game we have played, it has not been a blowout. Yes, no. I have beat you, but it has not been by like a scat amount. No. It has been by a few points. You, when, have, you have planned your game better than I. Right. I, that's what I like about this game is that even though you can ignore part of it, you can take a route and go with it, you drive that engine that you build. This is the only thing I will say, and we have to play it. You don't want to, but we have to play it more than two player because that is what keeps it from being going higher in my book. Viticulture, you can literally play that game from two to six players. And it's, it's the same. And game. it's great. It's the same game and it's great. No and it's great. Yoga. Yoga. I don't even know. I don't even. I'm, Yokohama. We have only played two player. To me, it ex- uh, Jerry. It's got. Uh, it has fishes in it. I like Japanese fish. It's don't be coy. It's got. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. What you caught me in a. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. When you're. <clears throat> If you're going to make a bad joke, do it when I'm not. Okay. Go ahead. Just go ahead. It's got the setup. Don't be coy. Are you serious? I've been sitting on that one for a long time. <laughs> it's it's a game where it's variable in setup depending on player, correct? Right. We need to play it with... Three or four players. I'll bring the boy over. I don't think it will make that much difference. And I think if we do that, and it does not, this game could supplant viticulture for me. Heresy. Are you serious? Do you think that that's, you think that Yokohama may be better than viticulture? Upon further plays, I will find out. Okay. At this moment, no, because Viticulture is amazing. It is amazing. From two to six it players. I have played it. It all counts. It's tight. It all counts. I love it. It all counts. And it's excellent. I feel, I feel, I'm going to point this out. Two things. One, it shocks me that you like this game that much. Like, uh, I would have never upon thought. For, uh, and that's the deal. We played it. And play. I just every time we play it, I notice that you're over there and you're doing that thing when you're uh, when you're thinking, <laughs> like you're, you're sitting there and you're actually going, "I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this," and you're not just going, oh, "I guess I'm I'll actually go, trying I, to figure some I stuff out." I guess I'll go over here and I'll. I mean, you, you, Gabby has this thing where he you, he doesn't know what he's doing and he lets you know, "I have no idea." It's like I don't. Sometimes I win. Well, I don't know what's going on here. Crusaders, I, I defeat you every time. Every not time. knowing what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. But with, with Yokohama, there is this level of, it engrosses you. And I don't know, I can't quite put my finger on it. I think it's just, 
the satisfaction of the game starts, you can do what you want to do. And like when the game started, I look out and thought, I'm going to fulfill orders. I'm going that route. I'm getting stuff and I'm shipping it. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to collect things and I'm going to fill orders and I'm going to do customs. And you did something completely opposite. And yes, we crossed past. It was not that interactive. No. But no. There, but there was that sense of something. There was maybe, honestly, this game, I think there was twice. I was like, oh, Jerry's where I want to go. It's a race because you're trying to get things done. And it is that typical I, Euro, Euro feel of, you took this thing from me. I guess yeah. I should go do this. Yes. But this is the second or third time we played it. We need to play it with multiple players. Okay. And then I will know truly where this game sits in my heart. I have played... This is the one thing that differentiates it for me as well. And this is something that makes some games better to me. What's that? I love a game that has a solo version. I do too. Viticulture, to me, with the Automa, it's completely random. But sometimes it will get you just when you need to go somewhere and it nails you to the wall. I'm like, that is great. I love the Automa. Almost all the Automa on all the Stonemaier games is great. Mm -hmm. Even the games like Raiders of the North Sea has the Automa that they've built into that. I love that. I wish Yokohama had something like that. It may be too difficult because of the scattering of the assistants and you have to... It's too it's too detailed for that, but f- that's the reason Viticulture for me is ahead of almost every other game because from one to six players, it's amazing. I just realized something as we're talking about Japanese, uh, Chinese themed games, and just 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 Asian Asian, just looking around, I, it dawned on me how many games of that of that theme that we have that we dearly love. We just played Samurai for the first time, a Reiner Kanichi game. It's mm-hmm. very light. Really enjoyed it. Yokohama is awesome. Uh, much older Shogun. I love Shogun. Gates of the Little Yang. Another good one. Yes. What's the game card game that we always play that I always mispronounce? Hanakonoji? Hanamakoji. Hanamakoji. And not to forget Kanagawa. Kanagawa. Oh, oh, we forget about Kanagawa. We forget about Kanagawa. We forget about it. Great game. We've gone on too long about this. We're good. All right. That's all I've got to say. Send us an email on boardgamesnobs.com. At, no, no boardgamesnobs.com. Jerry loves email. email now. I love Send email. It to him. I've changed my mind. He loves attention. I recant everything I've said. Please send us emails because we love you, even though we don't know you. And, well, no, that's not true. We're glad that you listen to the podcast. This is Jerry. Dude. I'm done. You're going to sleep. I am. Okay. Good night, This all. is Gabby. This is Jerry. We love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoy our show, leave us a review on Apple iTunes. Comment on Podbean. Refer us to your friends, your family, your neighbors. Your enemies. Even your enemies. Even better. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.